Whether you've prayed the Lord's Prayer a thousand times or you're not quite familiar with every word, Our Way Home invites you on an incredible, vivid journey through the Lord's Prayer, where you can discover the power, the beauty, and the depth of the world's most famous prayer. Dr. Daniel Pavola surrounds each petition of the Lord's Prayer with captivating imagery and storytelling that will animate your praying, making it a prayer you will live out every day, in every situation and in every circumstance. You will come to the door of your Father's house and knock with confidence because you have the words to say, Our Father. Daniel Pavla is a professor and pastor with the gifts of storytelling, motorcycle riding, and Model T restoring. He is a professor of theology at Concordia University in Wisconsin, and he's the author of Our Way Home, A Journey Through the Lord's Prayer. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Welcome, Reverend Pavla. Thanks for being my guest on Family Shield today. Well, thank you very much, Kay, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in and being a part of this uh, journey as we go through the Lord's Prayer. All right. Very good. Well, I thought it would be helpful, since each chapter talks about different petitions, if you and I just prayed the Lord's Prayer as we began this program. And I'm going to go ahead and lead that prayer with your permission. Is that all right? That sounds sounds great. All right. I think most of our listeners will be familiar with this. Join us in praying it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Uh, Mm -hmm. A prayer that most people that are at least Christian are familiar with, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so, and uh, cuts across the the lines of denominations, and it's a wonderful binding together for Christians uh, across nations and uh, manners of worship. Isn't that great? That's right. So why did you write this book? (laughs) Well, when I was a parish pastor in Butternut, Wisconsin, I uh, had every six months a new members class for adults, and uh, it was wonderful to welcome these new adults into the church, and usually they came with someone who already was a member, who already had gone through a confirmation with me. And so I, I needed to say something that was new to those who have been lifelong Lutherans and something that was understandable uh, and winsome to those who were just stepping into the faith. And uh, so I developed this journey idea for uh, basically a one-hour presentation on the Lord's Prayer and did that for, again, many, 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 many times over those 12 years in Butternut. And when I became a a professor here at Concordia and was teaching New Testament, I brought that same view uh, to class. Uh, Concordia Publishing House uh, uh, heard of it, uh, and uh, they are very gracious to give me an opportunity to expand on that. Uh, so it comes to you from the small town of Butternut, Wisconsin, and the need to uh, say something 
new to those who know it and uh, welcoming to those who don't know the Lord's Prayer. Wonderful. Well, I want to ask you why the name Our Way Home. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. very captivating to me. I want to pick it up just knowing Our Way Home. Uh, Why did you use that as part of your title? Well, and I, I can give credit to my wonderful friends at Concordia Publishing House who helped shape that. And uh, Laura Lane uh, is just a marvel in uh, doing that sort of crafting, along with others uh, at Concordia. So what we pounced on was the opening of the book where I say, besides the words, I love you, I think the most powerful words we might say is, I'm going home. I'm going home. Oh, think of the ways we say that. And I tried to paint some pictures of uh, a very positive going home, lights at the end of a driveway, that sort of thing that would draw us home. And uh, the wonderful thing about that phrase, I'm going home, is we share it. Mm -hmm. So when we go to the Lord's Prayer, we're not going alone. It's our journey to our Father. And where is He? Well, He's in heaven. And that's that wonderful home to which we're uh, our words go now, and we're on the journey going there ourselves. So our, our words outrace us. They get there first, but we're coming too. That's great. That's great. Well, before we continue talking about your book and some of the chapters, share your story with our listeners. You talk a lot about your family growing up, and uh, tell us a little bit more about your story. Well, thank you. I'm I'm a farm boy from rural Minnesota. Uh, grew up on a dairy farm by New York Mills, Minnesota. It's a small town and out on the western side. And uh, just mom, dad, my older sister, and I uh, working that farm, milking cows twice a day, every day, 365 days of the year, and uh, working with my dad in the field. Um, it was a great place to grow up. It was a great way to grow up. Uh, and so... A lot of images come from uh, the farm and uh, a small family uh, taking care of that farm and working it. And then also I I give great credit to my uh, folks and friends in Butternut, Wisconsin. Again, that town of 400 people uh, deep in the north woods, uh, not farming country, but deep in the forest. Uh, That's where Butternut is. It's a wonderful place to be. Again, small town with wonderful people in uh, that congregation. St. Paul's Lutheran has uh, 650 members in a 400-person town. Go oh, figure. wow. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are more people out in the woods than you would expect. Uh-huh. Uh, and such. So they were wonderful to us for the 12 years that uh, we lived there before came here to be professors. So I've really had just essentially three stops, growing up on the farm and then college, of course, but uh, Butternut for 12 years as pastor. And uh, we've been here now for 25 years. I came oh, in 96 wow. to be a professor at Concordia. Wonderful. That's fantastic. Very good. Well, in uh, uh, one of the, I guess it's your first chapter, um, you talk again about I'm going home. We're children running for home when we pray. We may not know every detail of heaven's blueprint, but we know that our Father is there. Our Father hears us in heaven Prayer reminds us that the home we have never seen is being filled with our voices every time we pray. Why is heaven our home? Isn't that a wonderful image? It is. Because our Father is there. Yeah. You know, you and you 
think of home, I, I trust you're thinking, yes, the physical aspects, the lights, the door, the floor that squeaks, but really, aren't we thinking home family? Mm-hmm. Thinking of parents, maybe grandparents, siblings, but in, in my case, it was mom and dad and my older sister, but especially mom and dad, and that image of the lights were always on. Um, our farm had a half-mile-long gravel driveway, and you could see from when you made the turn off the, the county road, you could see the yard light that was on. And, oh, by the way, you have to know that my dad did not want to really leave that yard light on. That costs money. Yeah. You, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but they agreed, Mom and Dad, that as long as Danny was out riding his motorcycle and oh. was not home yet, we need to leave the yard light on. <laughs> and uh, so that that light on was just a, a, a wonderful, I don't know, reassurance. All is well. Come on home. And uh, and by the way, we're not talking anything late. We're farmers. So 10 o'clock, 1030 mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. night, that uh, uh, that light was on. So I think it's our Father who makes heaven our home. You and I can imagine heaven in some ways. We're thankful for Revelation giving us some images. Mm-hmm. But still, Kay, it's beyond our grasp. Mm-hmm. But this we know, the one who has made us, the one who has walked with us every day, the one who has put on human flesh, he is there and drawing us to himself. The details, we'll find them when we get there. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. So let's touch on uh, chapter one. How does prayer join heaven and earth? You know, when we come to our Father's home, I think that the first thing that has to hit us is prayer is our opportunity to be heard by our Father in heaven as opposed to us pulling God down like a window shade and telling him a few things that he seems to not know and then sending him back up to get going. Uh, I call that window shade prayer where you mm. pull the window shade down and and if, as long as you hold on to it, it stays there and then you let go and it rattles its way back up. Well, wouldn't it be sad if prayer was always us just latching onto a little bit of God, getting his attention like an impatient child, and then turning him loose? Oh, that's not much of a relationship. The beauty of this is the prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven. And that's where our words ascend. That's where he hears us. Uh, he hears the saints that never stop singing, of course, but he hears us where he is. Isn't that an amazing idea? It is. I don't need to pull God down to tell right. him things he doesn't know. Yeah. He invites me to be heard where he is. Mm-hmm. And he knows everything already, so we can't keep secrets from him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. and, and, and and along with that, yet he's never bored. No. I mean, Kay, haven't you listened to someone whose story goes on and on, and they already know how the story's going to end? And you're too nice to say this, but you might think that, yeah, come on, come on. Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. Let's mm-hmm. go here. Wouldn't that be easy for God to, when he listens to us, say, I know, I know. But he never gives us that message. Instead, it's the patient father who invites us to stay. What well, he already knows we're going to say. And when we say the Lord's Prayer, he really knows what we're going to say because he gave us the words. And yet, he wants to hear them. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Well, chapter two, uh, you say, Singing with the Heavenly Choir. That's the title. And I find that really an interesting title. So tell us just a little bit, and there's so much in each chapter, we'll never be able to touch on all of it, but tell us why you have named that Singing with the Heavenly Choir. What does that mean? 
Well, I, as our listeners can tell, I don't have the greatest voice, and I cannot sing. And uh, anyone who has sat next to me in church or chapel knows, uh, no, Dan, don't, 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 don't try. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a great singer. And uh, so I'm not going to audition ever for a choir. They wouldn't take me in anyway. But here's the amazing thing. You know, there's a heavenly choir. Revelation chapter 7 describes those, the saints and angels who never stop singing. And the one who hears us, I mean, hears them. And I'm, I'm sure, Kay, let's just, say, just let's go with this. I bet the heavenly choir is really good. So I bet we they just are. go with that. Yeah. They're really good. <laughs> They're so good, they would never let me in, except in prayer. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. As he hears them, he hears us. He lets us join the choir. And the amazing thing is, while we've, so to speak, joined the choir, because our opening is, Hallowed Be Thy Name, their mm-hmm. focus is on him. While we've joined the choir, he also lets us stand out. A good choir member doesn't stand out. You know, you shouldn't hear the, that lady on the third row. No, 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 no. But when we pray, we not only join the choir, but he hears every nuance, every worry that's distinctive to us. I, I don't know where you're ever going to have such an opportunity to be blended into the greatest choir of the, ever, and at the same time, for the choir director to hear every nuance that's distinctive about you. Man, that's pretty good. That's great. I can't believe this, but I have to make announcements already. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen, but uh, thank you so much. We're going to come back mm-hmm. and continue talking about your book. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on more than 50 stations throughout the United States. We also produce a weekly podcast that you can subscribe to and receive each week on your computer or cell phone. Family Shield welcomes KGLB AM-FM, a new radio station in Glencoe, Minnesota, to our network. Family Shield will air on this station each Saturday at 9 a.m. This program is in partnership with the LLL Zone Board of Minnesota. We're thankful for this partnership and uh, pray that you will tune in if you live in that area. This week, we're giving away the booklet, Your Place in God's Plan. To receive the complimentary booklet, call the Response Center, 1-877-250-8416, or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. We encourage you to sign up to receive our complimentary email newsletter on our website or connect with us through the Facebook page. Please note that we have a new address. Send notes and gifts to Family Shield Ministries, 7045 Parkwood Street, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. And we also encourage you and your family to take a prayer walk and take time to pray the Lord's Prayer as you walk. Now I want to go back to our program. My guest is Dr. Daniel Pavela, his book, Our Way Home, A Journey Through the Lord's Prayer. That's what we're talking about today, and I want to go back to our guest and also mention that this book is available through CPH if somebody wants to order it, uh, their website, www.cph.org. I'm sure it's also available at many Christian bookstores uh, and Amazon, which is pretty typical. So again, thank you so much for writing it. 
Well, um, we have lots to talk about, and uh, the time is flying by. Let me just mm-hmm. ask you a couple questions. Um, chapter three, um, you come to is the title. So how is the second and third petition of the Lord's Prayer a turning point in it? Well, it's, it's time reluctantly to leave you know, the courts of heaven where we've been gathered in the choir, and our thoughts go back to the worries and concerns of earth. And so we want to make that transition. This is that sense of movement where we ask his kingdom will come, that will be done, and then we bridge that on earth as it is in heaven. And so our thoughts begin to go back to earth. I use the uh, poem by Robert Frost, uh, The Pastor Spring. It's a poem about a uh, uh, probably an older man inviting us to come on the chores that he has to do. And the re- the line that's used twice by Frost is, you come too, you come too. And uh, picture, I have to do chores, but I don't want to do them alone. I very much know that from growing up on a farm. <laughs> Would you come with me? Well, we say that to our father. We say that to the carpenter who built the incredible mansions that we're going to go to in heaven. He's also the builder of our lives today. And like a wonderful carpenter, what if he would say to us, do you need me to come with you? Is there some work that's needed in, in your home, in your house? Oh, who whose house doesn't need a little work? And I mean, not just the plumbing or the electric, but whose home doesn't need a little work? And isn't it amazing if the master carpenter will come to my home? He'll come to my family. He'll come to my worries. He'll step from the mansions of heaven and perfection to work on our house. I think that's just the most wonderful image. And so we say to the one who's willing, you come too. Huh. That is fantastic. All right. I'm not going to be able to get to each chapter, but I want to sure. talk about chapter five, the flood. Yeah. Talk about that because that that's awesome. Just to understand this, tell our listeners what you mean sure. by that. Well, when we moved to Butterna, from Butterna to our home in Cedar Grove, Wisconsin, the very first summer we were there, we, flood, we had a flood. Uh, our house was surrounded and water pouring in the basement. We had foot, foot of water in the basement and uh, had a pump from the fire department. Thank you very much for them bringing it, pumping our water out of our basement for hours, just holding it at a foot deep. And uh, that was a mess. What a mess. Flood water is awful. It's, it's dark. It goes everywhere. You would not believe uh, the, the cleaning you have to do, of course. But here's the amazing thing about that. It's the utter soaking of water. Everything about our home, about our yard, utterly soaked underneath feet of water. And I had played previously in the chapter before with a shower. Uh, a daily bread is a shower that God gives like a shower at the right time. But there are also times when we're dry and waiting. Well, forgiveness is a flood. It's that contrast where there's an abundance of water. There's the water of baptism, the water that overwhelms us, the water that covers us. And I also play with the idea that flood water is dark. You, you, you can't see through it. It's not, it's not a beautiful beach scene. It, it is dark. And because it is that way, you can't see your own feet. You can't see the footprints of a trespassing neighbor. Isn't that a great picture of the waters that forgive us? Yes. The water of forgiveness is so deep, and it's so colored by the blood of Jesus, really? that we can't see the trespassing footprints of those who have 
been on our, on our lives. We might know those trespassing footprints exist, but you can't see them when we're deeply covered by the water of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so my hope is that that, that image works for people, the abundance of forgiveness and the uh, very, very coloring of that water that hides the trespasses. Right. And you have in there, forgiveness pours out on us beyond any reasonable measure. That's Jesus and our Father forgiving us as they do, because we as sinners just can't live a day, an hour sometimes without Mm -hmm. sinning. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. Yeah. Yes. And and it's a wonderful evening leveling. You know, uh, floodwaters are, they cover everybody. Everybody in our neighborhood was going under. And isn't that a great picture of forgiveness? Mm -hmm. It's not a selective for you, but not for you. That's more the shower that comes, but not for everyone. No. This kind of image is water so deep, so spreading, everybody's house gets touched. That's fantastic. Well, um, I put on our Facebook page just, uh, um, I had the Lord's Prayer and a graphic, and I put that on and just mentioned that we were going to be doing this. And I, I didn't get a lot of questions, but I asked people, what would you like me to ask the guest? And one of my board members said this, I know what the catechism says about the seventh petition. Now, some of our listeners may not, but I'd like to hear what your guest book says about the seventh petition. So first of all, give our listeners, tell our listeners what that petition is and uh, maybe quickly about the catechism and then anything else that you have in your book that might uh, be of interest to Kurt. Well, you know, what we did with the, and and so thank you for having a uh, graphic, an image there for us, is we wanted to have a balance in the imagery from heaven, earth, and the opening, which is our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and then those transitional uh, petitions of thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's that movement down. When we get to the middle, we have that middle ground of, thy, of the daily bread, four and five, and then that flood of forgiveness. Now it's our turning upward going back. And so I, I'm not sure our, our listeners can uh, picture this. And by the way, I'm, yeah, I'm making all kinds of hand motions that I realize. <laughs> I know are not you're very a teacher, yeah. radio. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm doing them. I'm doing them. Yeah, <laughs> at least, yeah, okay. good. At least I'm not riding my motorcycle and trying to do this with two hands in the air. <laughs> uh, so, so now we're making that journey upward in the sixth and seventh petition. So lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. And as we make that upward journey, I, I put those two together, balancing the second and third, the second and third we put under that heading, you come to, right? We already talked about that, the builder who comes with us, the, the, that attention. And on this one, we have an imagery that joins those two with you come home. And I, I picture here a child who is again on that flood water, but this time that flood water is dangerous. And it's going into a very large um, four foot, and this is a true story, our, our, our house. They upgraded the storm system, and a huge four-foot diameter pipe takes the water that would otherwise try to flood us out. doesn't happen anymore. Uh, imagine a child floating around on an inner tube or a raft or you know something like that, unaware of the danger of that four-foot intake pipe, and um, they would be powerless to the danger of that. They wouldn't know it even exists, and, and so they need a dad. 
a dad who would wade into the waters, who knows the danger that's around them, snatches them up and says, you come home. And I like that as a picture for both sixth and seventh petitions. He delivers us from evil. He does not lead us into temptation. No, he doesn't. Oh, we dash off into tempting places ourselves. Again, that image of children on a raft. But he wades into what's deep, and he snatches us, and he says, come home. Mm. And I think our prayer is really believing that, Mm -hmm. acknowledging that, uh, more than ever asking for it, because occasionally we're children wise enough to say, I bet the water around me is deeper than I think it is. And the currents swirling around me are swifter than what I can handle. Lord, take me home. And we hear the Father say, mm-hmm, you come home. Mm-hmm. Yes, very good. Thank you. So um, just a couple, you have two more chapters here, and I skipped over some. The songs we sing as we ascend and looking back mm-hmm. over the journey. Uh, that's a bit of a summary. So I know we didn't touch on everything. What else would you like to share with our listeners? Well, I think the songs we sing goes back to that opening again about the choir. You know, uh, Lutherans. Always have that wonderful ending, the line of the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And I'd, I'd like us to think of that as beginning step by step, maybe increasing in volume, hearing again the choir that never stops singing. And of course, they vary, I'm sure, in heaven what they say. But isn't that a nice thought that as we end the, the prayer, we're invited to be again in the choir? We're reminded that no matter what we've just gone through, what waiting for bread, what what dangers are swirling around us, don't forget. Fundamentally, we're children of the Father. We're on this journey. He has a firm hold on us. We've been a part of the choir, and the choir is still singing. In fact, hey, I think I can hear them singing, relying on the kingdom and the power and the glory, and we get to join in. That's fantastic. Yes, yes. Our time is just about up. My guest has been Dr. Daniel Pavla, and uh, we've been talking about his book, Our Way Home, A Journey Through the Lord's Prayer. There is so much in this book, uh, <laughs> just so much. We have one more minute that you could okay. share something with our listeners. What else would you like to share? Oh, I, I think the joy of that heavenly connection uh, everything we've done on this is that this our way home is, yes, a journey, but we're also already there. Even when you feel the furthest away from the Heavenly Father, when you're standing, looking up into heaven and saying, I, I see nothing, everything I need, I don't have. That's sort of the give us this day our daily bread. But we never are left alone without Him. He always has a firm hold on us. He knows our needs. And we can keep looking up into heaven, not in a bare emptiness, but no, he's there. And the things we need, they're going to come in his time, maybe not as soon as I'd like them to come, but they're going to come, and especially he's going to hold on to us, take us home. So he journeys with us. Thank you so much. Our Way Home, A Journey Through the Lord's Prayer. Thank you for joining us today and blessings on your day. This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. 
To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, 7045 Parkwood Street, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. And tune in again next week for Family Shield. Family Shield.